Francis Gargani, Redemptress, happy to be with you once again on this Tuesday of the fifth week of Ordinary Time, February 6, speaking to you from our Redemptress Provincial House of Washington, D.C. We're only a week away from the season of Lent, Ash Wednesday, only one week away from tomorrow. In this very short time this year, between the conclusion of the Christmas Epiphany season and Lent, let us listen then to God's word from Mark's Gospel, chapter 7, verses 1 through 13, narrating a typical day in the short life of Jesus when he goes head to head once again with the self-righteous religious leaders of his day. When the Pharisees with some scribes who had come from Jerusalem gathered around Jesus, they observed that some of his disciples ate their meals with unclean, that is, unwashed hands. For the Pharisees, and in fact all Jews, do not eat without carefully washing their hands, keeping the tradition of the elders. And on coming from the marketplace, they do not eat without purifying themselves, There are many other things that they have traditionally observed, the purification of cups and jugs and kettles and beds. So the Pharisees and scribes questioned him, Why do your disciples not follow the tradition of the elders, but instead eat a meal with unclean hands? Jesus responded, Well, did Isaiah prophesy about you hypocrites, as it is written, This people honors me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. In vain do they worship me, teaching as doctrines human precepts. You disregard God's commandment, but cling to human tradition. And then Jesus went on to say, How well you have set aside the commandment of God in order to uphold your tradition. For Moses said, Honor your father and your mother, Whoever curses father or mother shall die. Yet you say, if someone says to father or mother, any support you might have had for me is korban, meaning dedicated to God, you allow him to do nothing more for his father or mother. You nullify the word of God in favor of your tradition that you have handed on. And you do many such things. The Gospel of the Lord. Just last week, on the last day of January, we read chapter 6 of Mark's Gospel, verses 1 through 6, when Jesus was not well received by his hometown neighbors, and he uttered his famous, A prophet is not without honor except in his native place, and among his own kin, and in his own house. Knowing what it is to be criticized by those you never expect to be your inquisitors and still surprised by the misunderstanding or even the rejection of those closest to you, I can't imagine what Jesus must have felt when, at every turn, he was being criticized and basically rejected. It was beyond horrific the oppression already suffered by the people from their Roman occupiers, paying outrageously exorbitant taxes that kept them utterly indigent and dependent on the empire for a mere survival, 
But as, as if that wasn't bad enough, Jesus had to contend with his own community's religious leaders, the scribes and the Pharisees, some of whom were honestly curious and confused, but some of whom were more than a little annoyed by Jesus and judged him a threat to their perilous survival under the Roman heel. Hypocrisy didn't sit well with Jesus. And today's gospel story is just another example. Important as it was to follow the ablutions and purification rituals before eating, since everyone ate from common bowls with their hands, it didn't compare to the kind of manipulation of a basic commandment of supporting your parent, which was undermined by the korban, a Pharisaic practice of diverting material support of a parent to the support of the temple. In other words, to lining their own pockets. Interesting thing about hypocrisy, we can pretty much clearly see it in others, but often we miss it in ourselves. And we usually take great offense if it's pointed out to us. We're always quick to denounce, it's not the same thing, when too often in reality it is. When critical of the younger generation, we elders often fail to remember our own fumbling through our way, making lots of mistakes when we too were younger. Hypocrisy just seems to leave little room for the God revealed by Jesus. We're talking about the God of self-abasement, who identifies with the least and lowest. There's simply no room for hypocrisy when humility takes over, and vice versa, there's simply no room for humility when hypocrisy takes over. Humility is right up there with the other Beatitudes. Blessed are the humble of heart, they shall see God. An intolerant God fosters an intolerant faith. So it always gets back to how we have made God in our own image to fit our needs to serve our purposes. A God of humility is often an embarrassment to us. Solomon, in today's first reading from the book of Kings, chapter 8, verses 22 and following, was also wrestling with boxing in God and by making God a temple to dwell in, dealing with the ever-present temptation of trying to manipulate God. The present wars that now are engulfing the world that Pope Francis decries as a piecemeal World War III, still uses religious propaganda to justify one nation's aggression against another. Imagine the hypocrisy of one nation, Russia, often waving the banner of the Russian Orthodox tradition, its native faith, justifying its aggression against the Ukraine, another Orthodox Christian nation even using religious arguments in its justification, the hypocrisy will only raise another generation of atheists. If we only allow God to be the God who willingly dies for our reconciliation with each other and with creation, if we can only allow God to be an embarrassment of humility who chooses to love and redeem foolish often blindly hypocritical, too often judgmental and vindictive human creatures like us. 
May we allow that God to embrace us, to free us from hypocrisy, and form us in God's humility that makes room for everyone, welcoming all to God's table of life. We hold a treasure not made of gold in earth and vessels wealth untold. One treasure only, the Lord, the Christ, in earth and vessel. Light has shone in our darkness, God has shone in our heart, with the light of the glory of Jesus the Lord. We hold a treasure not made of gold in earth and vessels wealth untold. One treasure only the Lord the Christ in earth and vessels. God has chosen the lowly who are small in this world. In this weakness is glory in Jesus the Lord. We hold a treasure not made of gold in earth and vessels wealth untold one treasure only the Lord the Christ in earth and vessels. Amen.